0: I'm not, I'm not a big tuna fan. No? Yeah, yeah, we're jamming. Yeah, we're jamming. So, we're audio live, our cameras are both
1: rolling. Amazing. So we're going. We're going. Is there a start or is that the start?
0: We did. We're not very good at starts quite often. We just, we start chatting. Five or ten minutes later, we're like, oh, I we should have done an intro. <laughs> We've got all this nice content, so before we go too far, we should just... Uh,
2: we did a start last time, but then it was cut out, so we need to do that again. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. So... Today we're joined by Tarion Boyd, child actor, uh, <laughs> stand-up comedian, all-round great guy. Uh, Shoeless. <laughs>
1: Shoeless.
2: Sockless. sockless. Yeah, the socks. Oh, sockless. Get it's our first Sockless episode. Has
1: everybody done Sockless?
2: <laughs> I'm
0: naked from the waist down. <laughs> cool. Uh, thank you for having me, boss. <laughs> nah, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just went All right. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you on We had a great time
1: Saturday night Shooting some photos Yeah that was wild for me Because I just like Rolled out a motor After an emergency <laughs> Like Two day trip to Huddersfield A st- literal crackdown That we slept in There was like right. Needles And a thousand ants In the garden It was wild So it was, I left that And came to my house and, uh, and 30 seconds in the door And you was like shop, Chap shop. chap Portrait time So it was crazy for me But it was great It was a lovely end To a lovely trip I don't you know. know if
2: we've got some footage of like pulling up in the uh, Castle Milk and coming to your door, but we'll maybe stick that. I take some videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. But I don't uh, mind people knowing where I'm because it couldn't be Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> Easy if, if you people were safe. Were, if they were actively trying to break in, there'll probably be another <laughs> few people trying to break in as well. So that's perfect. And we ended up at what, what, was, what was the park called? Glenifer Braes? Glenifer Braes. No, no. 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 Castle McBraze yes. <laughs> Castle McBraze Castle McBraze Aye Because I said to my partner I was like Oh you're doing a photo shoot Up the Braze And I thought he was talking About the local shopping Centre Which is also called The Braze Shopping Centre All right. And I was like Wait did you think I was doing a photo shoot In the shopping Centre And he was like No you'd be fucking single If you were doing a photo shoot <laughs> In the Braze Shopping Centre And I was like No it was The Braze Braze Yeah It was lovely
0: Nice. Yeah it well, was cool there man. But not the nicest weather in the world No No but, uh, We had some really nice views And a little bit of a sunset just in the background as we finished up, so we'll get to the photos towards the end of this. Amazing, but uh we'll start with a little bit of an introduction to you, and maybe you can just give us a very sort of an overview of like of what you've done because you're you, you start in River City.
1: I may. Mean, do you want me to just let it come? I'll just shut just, my eyes and just, just go it for comes it. Through. Just right. Stream your consciousness. So my name is Tyrion Boyd. Is that because I am a Glaswegian Arabian? The half of me is from the desert, and the other half of me is for castle I was raised as an extroverted introvert with a love for being on the stage. At two years old, I was in a play called The Little Angel. They put wings and tights on me, and the whole school loved it. And since then, I was just hooked on the stage. Man, carried on, went through school, rebellious phase. Didn't know I had ADHD at the time, but just decided to move on with it. Went up to high school. Within about a few years, I was like, right. I'm never going to be the cool guy, so I might as well be the funny guy. He, 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 ha, ha, ha. forever, till right now. Uh, When I was 13 years old, I got uh, a job being in the UK TV, television, soap, opera, at Riverside I'm still not comfortable talking about it it's been so many years man <laughs> it's been about 10 years and I still can't quite get it and then that totally changed me so for 14 if I 13 to 17 I was on the telly and I thought I'd made it dream job this is it set for life and then I get fucking sacked at 17 and I thought what do you know so then I went to acting college and I get kicked out because I couldn't learn my lines but that was only because I had the ADHD then I went into stand up comedy thought it wasn't for me left it Covid came back and no idea we better story storytelling, teaching presenting acting talking shit the radio, talk show, on podcast, a little bit of painting here, and generally having nice conversations with people trying to find a way to harness the inner and outer light. Hello, thank you for go. having me on the show. That
0: was the best intro we've had. See when you do the edit, can you add like some inspirational music? <laughs> <laughs> or just yeah. a wee a, a nice push into the zoom?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I had to kill the zoom in and like <laughs> epic music building up. I amazing.
1: Guess. We got a soundboard in this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. What, what else? What else we got? Yeah, what you go, you get farts.
2: I uh, can't believe we don't have farts. Oh.
0: Can we a wee chat? Your mic's getting a deep poison oh, Do that intro that
3: again. Part?
1: Born in the milk. Don't drink milk. Get the That bad, GR? Yeah. This is class. This impressive. is that's a wild <laughs> start. There's so much going on. Have you done... Oh yeah, you yeah. have done podcasts before, so A wee bit, we wee bit see it Um, there. I, I like that, I like doing podcasts because I feel like, as I think we spoke about, can it help, but getting like a snapshot of what's going on. And I imagine it's the same for you as like yeah. things that you listen back. You'll be like, oh, I, I mean mind I was moving this during that episode or whatever. I feel like it's the same. It's like a nice way. Wee... It's almost like a, a verbal diary. Totally, totally. That you don't need to write down? No. no. I mean, you just do. I don't. I just talk <laughs> and then you just edit it all. Perfect.
0: Well, I mean, the editing for this will be fairly minimal. We've started and we'll keep going.
1: Cool. <laughs> Sounds good too. That's pretty much how I live life. And a similar thing is like, whatever comes out, comes out. And if you don't like it, well, don't off. So what are, your, what are your current projects at the moment? What are you involved with? We are currently doing, starting with charity stuff, man. Yes, There's a lot of like stuff happening in Castle Milk, walking way different groups there's a, a group called the food solidarity superheroes and they are just getting money so that they can make food packs together just to feed people who are hungry in the local area to get all sorts of lovely soups and that uh, um so we get an event happening probably no point advertising it but that's going on the news so that's like on the front of my mind we'll go do like a festival day like right. kind of local thing um i for some reason have been given like a planning role it. i am not the man to plan <laughs> despite the fact my first website was did you remember pixel did you just get Pixel? I so. uh, nah, no, it was like pre-Beeble. Pixel? I had MySpace before Bebo. MySpace, yeah, I missed MySpace. So so I like...
0: never had any of these things. I went straight to Facebook. Straight to Facebook? Yeah, when right. did you get online? Well, I would have been 16 or something like that, 17. I was late to the game. That's wild. And that I was, I make... I was cajoled into it. I didn't do it willingly. Someone made a page up for me.
1: Wow, BBM? No. no BBM? No, no. <laughs> so <I went> <laughs> MSN? MSN?
0: No, MSN? no, no, no. no. You went nudging
2: people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually talked to people in person. <laughs>
1: on the Xbox <laughs> <laughs> so I went pixel on my first website it was called the line man line with line the line plan dot pixel dot com the man with the plan I am not the man with the plan I've never been ma- the man with the plan despite that still trying to get this wee event organised so that's number one and we just finished up our teaching so it's like teaching drama classes in the local area and the way it's cool. putting wee mini shows kind of younger ones and the older ones it's great it was great because rehearsals can be wild. I think especially when you're working with young people mm. and you're like, do it again. And they're like, w- why? And I'm like, because your mum's going to be very impressed on July 17th. <laughs> so just do it again. Uh, so we got through that and the shows were lovely. The sense of relief was palpable and it was also uh, bursting with pride. Like seeing the Wayne's come off and they all had the like performance light. Like a lot when you, after you have a performance in your eyes like light up. as an energy. And a bit. Yeah, I seen that in name and I was like, oh, I remember when I had that. So that was class. Um, that what, made you miss the performing side of things at the moment? I still get my dunts like, for different things. I think anything we a stage and a mic I take is the... Still performance. Yeah, it's, um, there's a, a word, a dharma, it means, like, life's work. But the example that I always give is it doesn't mean, like, your job. So, for example, like, my mum is an accountant. But her dharma was to be a caregiver, so she looked after me. She looked after my brother. She looked after her pals. She looked after her pals Wayne. she just looked after everybody. Her work in this world was to look after people, despite the fact her day to day was finance. Yeah, my work in this world seems to be trying to like channel energies, and I think if I can do that anywhere, just get a wee platform, a wee light, and a wee microphone, I can do that anywhere, and I get my my like um cessation feel that reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta get a thumbs up, thumbs down. Medium. Okay. This this. I become satiated by that activity. Yes. Hey, what, so
2: why is he the arbiter of what's a word or not? <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Why not? <laughs> He's ditching why the corner. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> he looks <laughs> smarter than <on> us. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I will be back. <laughs> Trust me. Um. So I anything that involves that, I'm quite happy. Um. Yeah. Did you ask me another question or was that it?
2: I was. I was going to ask about the the plays you're putting on with the kids. So is, oh. is it you and a few others teaching? Or yes, just me and
1: um, I had some of the people that I went to I mean, uh, drama college that I get kicked to. Uh-huh. Some of the people that I went to that way back in the day and they were like teaching classes for like the kids. So it was just kind of wee showcases. So they kind of put we other songs and scenes and the older ones kind of go to choose some scenes and put them on, which was class. I um, don't know if I should be saying this, but it was so funny, man. I went on holiday for one week and I came back and my pal, who was running the class, who was not in a day where the actual organisation was just like a kind of outsider that had came in, had uh, dished them out plays, but they had gave, they had way overestimated the age of these kids. Like one of these <laughs> plays was like, "How long? How long do I have, Doctor?" this. like, "Well, the cancer is spreading rapidly through your." But I was like, I "Can oh, no for ten years old, yeah. man?" I was like googling <laughs> funny plays for kids. Do you know what I mean? So we had to quickly switch that, but. Aye, uh, we ended up having a, a lovely and wonderful wee showcase, so... That's cool. Yeah, it's nice, and um, sometimes I greet when I'm teaching, you just see them all running about, and it just hits you, you're like, oh, this is lovely. Yeah. So, aye, uh, it's nice, nice. but I don't think that's my full-time life Yeah. Work. I just like doing it in my community, I was teaching in like a fancy area nearby. It wasn't the same man these kids could play piano and look like like had like olympic gymnasts and that when they were like well, one guy spoke like three languages and i was like i only speak one and it wasn't the same because it wasn't my community i felt uh-huh. like i wasn't i wasn't getting the same connection to it that i had because i went to drama classes in the local area and i spent my time growing up there so you invested yeah seeing people go through that thing like 10 years later but it's the same process it's class <clears> oh <throat> <laughs>
2: that way. So how, Sample
1: that for yeah. the soundboard.
2: See, <laughs> <laughs> so when you said you were in a play in Angel Wings, did you say primary two or you were two? Primary two. Primary two. Primary two. So I was like five. five right, six, okay. Yeah. So your family were quite supportive of you getting into. into
1: I think camera. so, yeah. Yeah, my mum was kind of like, whatever do you want today, go and day. Mm-hmm. But someday we rampant ADHD that maybe wasn't it the greatest the easiest approach should I say because she had to take me to a million different things but it did mean that like I've done a million different things like uh, (laughs) I got my (laughs) I got my black belt in Taekwondo when I was like 11 years old Right. so and I remember because I started going to class when I was like 5 and walked up through them all and I remember it was like at a grading so you had to drive out far away and you went to some sports centre and this guy tested you and you done all these different kind of like challenges and things and one of the things it was me and a who was also great, And we had, you know, the wee suits on and that. And the red belts with the two black tags. Because, you know, once you get one male black tag, you get a black belt. So, here we go. And uh, we were doing it. And I was knackered. Because I was not in good physical shape by any means. I was like 10. Do you know what I mean? So, I was like knackered. And I was trying to throw punches. But I just couldn't. And this lassie just kept punching me right. Squ- bop. Bop. Bop right in the nose. And I was thinking like, Bruce Lee. Right. Jackie Chan. I was like, these people, the people that got me into Taekwondo to start with, would they have let a 10-year-old girl punch them in the face (laughs) repeatedly? I thought, probably no. Um, But I still got the grading, and they were like, you're good enough to be a black belt. And I was like, yes, made it. But the only thing that ever came out was not the best thing in the world. I was going into maths one day, and a boy called Peter fake name sat in my chair. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Peter, go in my chair. And he was like, no. And I was like, go in my chair. And And he was like, no. And we had like a wee scuffle and he grabbed me and i grabbed him and the teacher was like right break it up and we broke up and he was walking away and i was fixing my tie and i was like shouldn't i sat in my chair that's what i said fair enough right easy enough yeah. but the rumor had went about and it was one of these rumors that sounded so true that to go against it would just make it seem true. so the rumor was that when he got up at the chair i grabbed my tie and went i know taekwondo <laughs> it sounds believable, does not it? It I sounds guess. like it's so especially it sounds something I would say. And so I had to be going, No, I didn't. Know. So he'd go out my chair and everybody was like, ah, I know you didn't know. and it was a whole Thai Taekwondo. It was like people yeah. go taekwondo. <laughs> taekwondo. It was a whole thing, so that's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all that ever came out of it. Still got the certificate. And do you still is that something you still part of? I would like to go to some sort of self not even self defence thing, just some Maybe like um like actual wrestling, no like elbow yeah. drops and that, but the actual one where you get people, you throw them in that. I think that would be handy. Mainly because the last few fights I've been in, I've no one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: no one at all.
0: You find yourself in fights often?
1: I did. Well, so I've stopped drinking recently. And part of the reason was that me, I passed a certain point of drinking, everything's funny. It's all funny. Everything's funny. doesn't matter what it is. I saw a game. It's a giggle. Let's have a laugh. But other people don't find that. So I would always get to a certain point of drinking where I would find somebody massive, <laughs> massive, and be like, outside. But with, like, a big smile, and they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, me and you, I'm going, I'm going to battle your head and Come on. <laughs> come on. I'll let you throw a first punch and all that. And some people were like, <laughs> But other people were like, get all of <laughs> your pal. Get all hold of your pal. Um... So uh, there was a few fights I ended up in the, the whole time on the way. I was like, ha, 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 And then actually would get a punch and I'd be like, what was that all about, man? But it was just because to me it was just, just like, a joke. Uh, obviously I'm not going to fight this big, massive guy, but not the big, massive guy, man. Some of them will really touch you. I don't mm. know what it is. Maybe people would always try to start fights with them because they're big. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've just realised that though. <laughs> oh, sorry to any sometimes I helps to verbalise these things you have a sense of perspective <laughs> in the world <laughs> yeah, I got a wee bit of, what you call it soundboarding I'm going to commit to it yeah so
2: what about <clears throat> you said that's through drink but what about through school were you similar with your
1: No, I was just more annoying through school me and the same guy fought all the time having like a like a nemesis best friend sort of situation can okay, like Perry the, the platypus and a guy there was also Infinity's Ferb, who was his name? Oh, that's different thing. Yeah, we missed the wage years? 33. Ah. Oh. 30. Age that Jesus died. Not the age that Jesus died. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, your wee brother you knew I'm talking about. It. They were yeah. like rivals, but they were great pals. That was me and one boy. Otherwise, no too many fights at all in general. A few fights <laughs> 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 with a ratio of one and a hot zero. In fact, oh, you guys going to force me to reflect and realise I've never won a fight in my life. Hold on. I've won a few. I've won a few. You yeah. also had a few Taekwondo moments. I yes. did. I once choked a boy out on a trampoline when I was like eight and I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling at the And I was like, "It wasn't a wrestling mum, it was Taekwondo I was using. Can I just no go to Taekwondo? She's like, No, you're fucking gone to Taekwondo. You're not allowed to watch WWE, so I go barred for ages. Did he pass out? He he crumbled. It was like <laughs> he, <how's yours? laughs>
2: How good was that trampoline for wrestling, though? I had the same. I grew up. Trampoline. I think everyone did
0: that. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I, right I didn't. Right I wasn't part of the whole wrestling thing where you watch whatever ICW mm. and recreate it. But uh, if you wanted a wee scuffle or a trampoline, I was down.
1: That's great. Yeah, we, they just <laughs> general throws. Yeah,
0: mm. I broke my, I remember I broke my. I don't know if I broke or I had like a hairline crack, but I claim I, I broke my ankle. Mm. My mate's house was like a couple of miles away from mine. I cycled up, and I cycled back down. That was back in my, my hardy days, now I record an ambulance <laughs> it's like, waited for the ARC the, the rescue to come and get me, but, yeah, uh, trampolines were fantastic, but What age are you bringing me around, cool, doing the flips up 22. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it was yesterday. I know, I'd have been like early teens or something like that. Mm.
1: Twelve, some kind of. You've remember. got that. Uh, I think the same when you're young. You've got a definite energy. You can go about in shorts for like. How was how winter nights and you just put your sleep, put your arms and your t-shirt. That was it. You were warm again. I was a jumper. Aye, uh, no mask, no mail, need a scarf wrap the whole thing
0: Well, I mean, you don't need as much as I mean. We've got a few images of you kind of out in your boxers and some sliders I uh, did, uh, on I Saturday night. <laughs>
1: So hoping that they came out well As let's see if they look shite I'm going to look like A cast milk Just sitting with a moustache <laughs> Naked in the house But if they come out great I'm going to look like A Rocky Road Rocky Road I know an it's ice cream That's nice ice cream yeah. fucking yeah. it, Rocky it's Road cool. model man Absolutely <laughs> Committing to it
0: what were, we going for, what were you going for there Calvin Klein
1: uh,
0: That was the, the Calvin Klein was, in the Calvin night.
1: Klein as the dream I did think If they were really good I would maybe post them On Instagram And be like uh, Thank you to At Calvin Klein For this sponsorship Opportunity I'm working on a new small men's world range and I've been chosen <laughs> to be the face there. Make it look official, you know, get the AI to type it from me. Uh, yeah. Come at if it looks shite, I might still do that anyway. But we'll find out. We'll find
2: out in a we'll long way. Find time. out. I didn't keep any, you did, right?
0: Yeah, I've got i kept a few in.
2: Yeah. I, I only had a couple but I didn't think you'd like them, so I, I left them but... appreciate that. And the rest
1: was just printed off under the bed. Yeah <laughs> I'm edited A three. <laughs> I present Stop.
2: it to Vanda with the with the <laughs> <laughs> he plans, wanted so. to give you this for some
0: reason <laughs> signed yeah <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is just a boxer's frame with sign
1: <laughs> nah I've run out of boxers man. The, the ones I'm currently wearing we got a massive hole in the bottom and uh, this is the last day so this is the last time these are going to get a run so RIP these boxers on this podcast I, my partner seen them this morning was like what the what the fuck because they had a wee hole that started just like a wee gooch vent for a yeah. period of time but it's, uh, it's growing and uh, <laughs> telling you they look like assless chaps. So.
2: It's always the gooch that goes.
1: It is the gooch that goes. And these were my, my bingo shorts as well. So you're mm-hmm. getting a lot of jumping mm-hmm. and a lot of heat and pressure and moisture in the, the guichal region.
2: I get itch at night as well. I think that's where the hole gets worse. Do you? You have a wee bought the... bo- it or something at night. Be...
1: <laughs> yeah, are you putting your finger up through the hole?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's going to make it bigger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that we've got that's gotta be cut. Use that a soundbite for this whole thing.
2: So creativity, um, uh. yeah.
0: yeah, to go just to go far far back onto the creativity thing, mm. where, where's that come from? So your grand your gran's a painter, you showed us some of her works we've got in your house.
1: Doing that, I think mostly neurodivergency, so definitely like ADHD and autism running both sides of my family. Um my great granda which I didn't know for the Arab lands, was he was a poet. Like an actual poet, and he would like go to the tents, and people would all sit round, and he would read these poems. And um, he, my dad had this book, like an old fucking book, and it was written in an Arabic that was like nobody even reads it NML, Like it was proper fucking old school Arabic. And he got my one of his pals who like study that to translate it, and he was like, "Bro, he's like this is some funny shit." He was like, "Yeah." It was Pater the man. He had just had all these poems and stuff about like lifestyle and you know living life and the muslim life and the desert life and all this stuff but it was like funny oh that's cool yeah. so if you've been able to if you've been, if you've been able to see Saw that and read it I have a fuck i wouldn't I be know. worried the new version of it never mind the old version of it.
0: also it didn't get into it didn't get translated as far as english right? no he
1: the guy who was read who was like translating it it was so old for him that he was like uh let me get like a rough idea but he didn't do like a full translation mm-hmm. know, it would have took time and time because it was so like such a regional specific dialect right okay so it was like it's new arabic's kind of merged slightly male this is what i believe this could all be lies don't trust me just because <laughs> i'm arab i've been lying for years about arab shit <laughs> 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 sorry andy that's listening to these and been left and, and they keep no expecting them so i'm drinking a pepsi max
2: so if you had uh, the creativity kind of running in your family you've got that creative heritage
1: no doing, no my mum, nope. no my dad, no my granddad on the white side. My gran on my mum's side, white side, that side's the brown side. The whole family on the Arab side are pretty similar. So I thought I was really kind of different because I was so different to my family. So I was like, behave different, just weird, you know, growing up. And they'd be like, you're so weird. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> but then I went to Abu Dhabi and my whole family were like that. They were all like me. The different generations, my grand, my grandma my sisters, my cousins, they all behaved the way that I did. So I think it definitely comes down the, I think, like, kind of ADHD. No, not even ADHD, because I think the terms like ADHD and autism and stuff, I don't think we've quite nailed them yet. I think they're all they're all kind of, like, branches of the same tree. So I think neurodivergency is the best word we've got. Like, neurodivergent. Like, what are you? Right, I'm neurodivergent. I believe, as science goes, we'll clarify what that means. But for right now, we've got to go for neurodivergent. And my whole arab side seems like neurodivergent so it definitely runs doing that way but also um my gran was very creative on the family side mm-hmm. so she kind of like mentored me and kind of just like a lot of the things that i like is because my gran liked it Um, like kind of uh, they like chinese paintings i know there's gonna mm-hmm. be a better way to say that but that's what we called it you know she's like oh do you like my chinese painting? i love it gran and um her decor and kind of sense like how to have a house and stuff like the wallpaper that i got for b and q you yeah. had a dream about it i was like sitting in my bed and i woke up and i had a dream about a nice wallpaper and i looked at the wall and i was like you are fucking copping it today i was like too long have you been just medium blue today's the day you get papered son so i went to b and q bought this really nice paper got my granddad put it up i'm no great at diy i go and he put it up and then i showed my grand she's like oh that's lovely she's like i would like to put that out in my living room and then i was like, all right and then i showed it to my mum my mum was like oh that's lovely I think I'd like something like that in my living room. I was like, no way. Showed it to my great grand. My great grand was like, I've got some of that in my living room. I was like, <laughs> ah. so the family tastes have been passed in the generations. Yeah. Um. So, but in terms of creativity, I I think more for the, more for the ADHD than anything else. I, I need an outlet. Yeah. Otherwise, I just that no not option. I find an outlet somewhere.
2: So, what was the the journey? For, like you said, you you went on. You did a play. You had angel wings and tight. She absolutely loved it and then skip forward however many years and you're in River City how Mm. did you like get into acting and then get the role for River City was it an audition process was it through like Pace or something or what
1: so there's a few different versions of this but I'll try and tell you the most real one because I've told so many like fake stories now that I'm like losing track of what the real ones are (laughs) and what the fake ones are so I'm just going to kind of blanket commit to as much truth as possible unless I say this is a bit in which case it's fine but in general I'll try and get you straight up so my mother being as supportive as she was was like you Can do anything you want, so she took me to a drama classic to shout out Glasgow Acting Academy G-A-A, G-A-A. So I went there and um, had to do a wee speech to get in, so it was like, a, there was like, oh,
2: like a monologue, I think.
1: Yes, and I played in the school play, uh, for like it was called Summer Holiday, We yeah, that and it was based on that. And we had to audition for that, so audition for that, I dressed up as. Uh, an old woman put on my grand's class like, I've been dressing as a woman for years now that I think about it in fact the skirt ain't nothing new so I done that then I wrote my pal Dylan in and he was like uh, he stood there and I just kind of went oh son oh boopadoo and the teachers were like ha great lead role I was like yeah. eight years old I was like my time machine, let's go so done that that was good and then I remember I was auditioning for the Glasgow Acting Academy, and my mom, my mom said to my grand, like I overheard, she's like, "Aye, but this isn't just some wee school play where he can dress up as a woman and have a laugh. This is serious." And I, at ten years old, was like,
2: "This
1: is serious. <laughs> like we gotta go." So I was up all night, walking on at last minute, ADHD style, even back then. Done it, wrote it. It was all about getting sauce after My grand read it to the woman who owned the academy, a lovely woman called Maureen. She's class. No way she's listening to this. There's no reason she would have to be listening to this. But if anything knows Maureen who's listening to this, tell her to say hi. Maureen Fake Name. Maureen fake name. yeah, she was related to <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Done the audition, got in there, was in there for like a few years, and then basically the BBC came to that agency and was like, We need a brown child. They were like, We've got two. <laughs> so it was me or the other guy. That's what we had and it ended up not being the other guy. Where did he go? Obscurity. Who knows? Right. Could be then, no. Could be in STEM, We just don't know. And uh, I went for the audition, and uh, the guy who done the audition ended up being nah, Pat chat. I done the audition in the big BBC building. I was like shaking myself. I was like thirteen. Went in, and, and it was more like a conversation than anything else. That's what blew my mind. I read the lines in that, but it was more like just a chat. And he was asking about my drama teacher off school and stuff. And I was saying, "Oh, I, you know, don't miss," and he was like, oh, "I." And, uh, and then that was it. I didn't need to go back. They phoned me and said, you will need to come back for another audition. I was like, hope I get it. And then they were like, actually, patch that. You don't need to. I was like, oh, it's good order. I was like, as a guy walking out. Then they found a woman and they were like, if this woman looks enough like this boy and they look like they could be a family, then Put them together. let's rumble, let's do it. And apparently they done it. And apparently it did. And her name was Miriam, which is crazy because my name was Tyrion. That was a real name. <laughs> and then we go together and uh, that was it. And then we were all a wee family, so it was like is, sixes, sevens. Okay, oh, yeah. the ones that go killed half started coming back in my mind. So <laughs> uh, it was years that all came in together, and um, it was oh, it was a wild experience because that was my first job. So that was the first job I ever did was like wanting to this set, and I'd really thought that like thirteen years old, and my specific memory is we were driving them for a costume fitting. And my mom loved travel City at this point, loved it. So yeah. to her, she was like, "Oh fucking god, a travel City. So it was all a weird experience for me. I was like, "What the?" Because I didn't like it. I was 13. 13. 13 year olds. You know, love soaps except the cool ones, the cool ones, Hollyoaks. Yeah, Hollyoaks. I always wanted to be Skins. in Hollyoaks. Emmerdale. Yeah, o- I was an Emmerdale fan. <laughs> I thought, I <at> you I was like you wait until now to bring this up <laughs> What happened in Emmerdale what was
0: the primary storyline it, uh, it was like a small country village and like every other like so people yep. were bumped off yep. for affairs, just well, like yeah. but Isn't it like like was a, a crash and but it was a farming farm. ailment yeah. to it and I grew up in the countryside so it kind
1: of it resonated it resonated more than Hollyoaks, were got you. and it's only for gorgeous people or oh, yourself you look like, and you were like I see myself in this <laughs> Um, so we were, I remember we were driving down, and we drove, and the way that the set is, it's, it's like these big buildings. It looks like real buildings. It looks like real like street buildings, but it's no. It's just like styrofoam. Um, and like what? And we were. I don't think that's true. Some set designers listening to this, like, that's total nonsense. But we drove through, and I seen the street just sitting on its own, and it all felt like a dream. I was like, this doesn't feel real. Mm. The only feeling I can compare it to is when I lost my VL. When I was nine, <laughs> I did never so it I've not heard that
0: phrase in a long time. Nine, you were. You were Man, I was in
1: there early. I was in yep. there early. Didn't stop. I had to immediately prove that I wasn't a gay. I was like, ah, oh, look, look, kissing all the ladies. We're only in primary five, but watch us. And uh, I remember it was in the bench sheds round the back. Nice. And after that, I just nothing felt real. We went up the shops, and I was like jumping about. I was like, ooh. And I told her that I'd already broke my veil I'd told lies, and I'd, yeah, I've yeah. kissed many girls. I'm Four. an experienced boy. Totally. Try to keep the, the image up. I hadn't This was my first one. So I was shaking myself. And then after that, I was like, I can't believe this. I, just, I feel like I'm like floating. She was like, You sure you've kissed girls before? And I was like, Ah, ah. Of
3: course, my,
1: of course. I'd not. Um, but it was a similar there was a similar feeling of no believing this was reality. And then the first day that I started walking, I thought I was going to get training. I thought they were going to go, this is a camera. This is how you look at the camera. This is how just straight in, straight in the line. You're gonna go for there. Here's your bag. You know your lines. I was like, oh, right, like, go, bang. That was it. I feel like I never fully recovered for that. That like, oh, I feel like I never fully got past that. Um, and it, even though I had some like specific moment that stood out, it's like, so you get these things called like, uh, with the called sides or slides. It's been so long since I was there. It's been like, what is this? Twenty, twenty, twenty-three. Mm-hmm. We've got to be running on, where am I? So, but like, almost 10 years since I was there. But it's still the number one thing that I would say that I talk to people about, which is wild. Because imagine you had worked in a pub a decade ago, <laughs> and you've not worked in that pub since. And every day that you meet comes up to you and goes, the pub, hey." Right. A pub, you you worked there, didn't you? Yeah, and they're like, Oh, you hear that Margaret's gone with George? No, you don't know the Margaret and George you've not worked in the pub for 10 years. So like, I loved it. Do you know my favorite thing about the pub? You're like, What is it? they like, Oh, something that's not any day with you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, That's for a decade, but they had these things called sides, and so you'd go in and you'd be like, Oh, I've got three lines a day, but then you'd get in and they'd change the scene, and they're like, No, you get 14 lines. You're like, Oh, you bastard, better learn quickly while I drink my coffee. And I went in one day, and there was a scene where I had knee lines, and then uh i go to the sides and I had like hundreds of lines but I didn't know and it was a dead emotional scene where me and my sister were having a thing and uh, we were rehearsing it before we shot it and the director was like that to me it was like you have not fucking learned these lines he was like and I was quite young at the time I was maybe like 14, 15 but I, he gave me like a seriousness of like go and fucking learn these lines like right now and I was like so like ADHD hyper focused last minute panic kicked in I went into the dressing room and I was like Burr. came in and then when I came back out we'd done the scene and I was like Burr
3: fuck you man it's like that
1: and I was like I think I was like a breakthrough because I'd never acted like that before before I'd just been sitting in a chair and saying a line repeatedly but in that moment I was like whoa this is something but did you have that like heightened state of emotion because of the stress and pressure yeah. I think so I think so and I think um, linking it back to getting kicked out of a drama college from you not know, being able to learn lines I think maybe it was a similar thing I wasn't able to learn my lines enough that I was able to act. Mm-hmm. Whoa, this is me just realising this. This <laughs> sounds like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So I always learned my lines last minute on the way across and that, think that that was my process or my style. But really it could have just been an ADHD thing and that I needed the... The pressure the, just to kick in. To kick in. Whoa. Well, that's totally maybe reshaped what I think about my entire acting process. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Cheers, boys. Okay. I'm
2: not a to tonight. <laughs> I say that about... I remember reading something, is it true, like with ADHD that... A lot of them, like, let's say, for example, like you're saying, you leave it till last minute because you need either that pressure or, like, someone forcing you to do it or, like, some massive goal that gives you a huge, big rush. Because mm. if you're just sitting and you need to learn lines and there's no pressure, it's, like, impossible to
1: focus. I think that's the second half of it. I think the first half is trying to and just totally being un- unable to, even in terms of, oh, I've got this to do. And then you just think, that brushing it off though mm. that can keep going for a long time. I'm getting ten days, five days, two, one. Fuck! i have getting an hour. Then any of that state that you talk about. Ah, uh, so for neurotypical people, they can. I'll read three pages on Monday, and then I'll read three pages on Wednesday, and then I'll do the final two on Friday and give myself a break and up. <laughs> Gone with the ADHD. It's either like all or nothing. It's on or off. Dichotomous. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes not. I would say so. <laughs>
2: So, sorry, were you going to speak? No, on you go. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. There, sorry. Okay,
0: I was going to just ask you about um, labels and ADHD or whatever. Where do you sit with that? Like, do you do you think it's useful to have a label to to call it
1: something? It's useful to get a diagnosis because everybody's an arsehole unless you've got a diagnosis. I don't know yeah. why. Don't know where it is. Can I not just have ADHD without a doctor telling me I've got ADHD? Can you no know, sense that there's something about after? It's but a like,
0: higher energy. Yeah,
1: it's like always like that. And people with ADHD, I feel that after them as well. I'm like, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, just a, a difference in the electricity there's something. Mm-hmm. But people, like, is it diagnosed? Have you got the certificate? Have you not know got the certificate? You don't have it. What the fuck? How does that make any fucking sense? This thing that I was born with, but unless this guy says that I've got it, then I have. It. What, what the fuck are you talking
0: about? Well, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't make any odds to how. You go through the world as a person. It won't change. Like it's just all oh, you've got. You've got a label, and that maybe helps people understand you and your energy and how you work. But
1: it doesn't change you as a person. No, and there's so many people that don't have that diagnosis that as like if they, they don't even know they've got ADHD because one of the big, big, big things, one of the most painful things about it is these, these thoughts and these faults in the processing are in the program and these things that would be able to be interpreted as mistakes or lackadaisicalness or other things that we then put onto ourselves and we go, that's me, I'm like this, this is how I am. We take them as personality traits. Mm-hmm. We take them on and say, I'm clumsy. I lose my phone all the time. I can't pay attention. I don't really listen to people. All this thing that becomes like one big weight for us. But when you get that diagnosis, suddenly the symptoms. Suddenly they are no... You, they're not defects, so they're, yeah, it's just part of the process. It's just the way that you're wired, these things are the effects. It. they're no good, they're no bad. You can take the morality out of it, and you can just go, Oh, oh, it's just a symptom of my ADHD. Sorry, sorry, I was the attention I'll get ADHD, I'll love it. Also, a great excuse, you can use it for hunters. <laughs> I called my pal's fiance's ex's name the other week, like two weeks before the wedding, and I was like, Oh, that's the ADHD. And she was like, No. <laughs> She's like, you'll You're don't get away that. with this
0: that one. I was like, fuck. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Jen, fuck. Uh, I mean, I mean, Claire. I
0: mean, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. Real <laughs> name? Can't. I? No. I just wonder if you just if you flipped out as easily as that.
1: Fake names all round.
0: Ah, uh, that's I, can, I can't. do it as quickly as that. I have to think. He just doesn't stay. Doesn't break
1: step there. Does I've the, got the same like basket of like names, ladies <laughs> names, man's names, gender-neutral names. Right. I can just reach into them. Okay. And get them all. Okay, age were you when you were simple gender? team What were you? you. <laughs> 15 <laughs> with, with a view what? did you say with a view with a view yeah what about you <laughs> I
3: thought
1: you, with said, I thought you the, 13 with a view on the like old he was in a the the at <laughs> the on the old PL by the sea uh, no what was real questions sorry I can't remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what age were you when is, oh, I got di- diagnosed those, yeah yeah uh, 22
2: 22 right okay
1: and it was uh, my dad got diagnosed my Arab dad got diagnosed And he was like, you should get diagnosed. And then I went and get diagnosed. So this is wild. I went in the doctor's and I was like, I think I've got ADHD. And very good family doctor was like, okay, let's take the test. Filled in some sheets with my mum. I was like, mom, help. I was like, I think I might be disabled. She's like, let's find out. She's like, we'll not stop until we find out if you are or not. And I'm sorry. And I uh, went Filled the sheets in Doctor put them in an envelope Sent them away to the ADHD people The ADHD people wrote back And went Tyrion Boyd Does not fit the criteria For ADHD diagnosis And my doctor was like Okay What criteria And sent it back And the people wrote back Being like uh, uh, The criteria man ADHD criteria It doesn't fit it Don't worry about it And my doctor was like what criteria? Where are they? What book is it in? Where, is it in the DSM? Let me know. Let me check it. I want to check it for myself. Wrote back, sent it to them, and they wrote back, going, eh, actually, this is ADHD. Ah, yeah, got ADHD. Ah, let's send them through the process. But if my doctor had never done that, yeah, I'd, well, fuck, would I be? I'd be still trying to figure shit out. Got to therapy and got, getting, got yoga instructors and all that and all these different things. They've all, like, managed to get... Lessened by having the ADHD diagnosis, so the systems broke. The systems totally fucked. But we do what we can. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Unity. And I, I, I get. I bet there's probably people out there who get diagnosed with ADHD that don't have it. But I can give them the pills, man. See if it's having a good time. You know. We did. I can. Sorry, that's me.
2: I know my cousin's uh, Stuart fake name. Although well, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, <yeah. laughs> She teaches and says it's got a lot better recently in terms of like w- like when I went to school uh, at a fake primary school mm. we had a room called The Unit Right where kids with special needs would go Wow But it's called The Unit, the the unit. unit. Yeah. they Unit separate and they would come in for like 10 minutes to get introduced to the class and poor folk man Wow United. The Unit Wow like How brutal is that? Second, is second, I, you know, yeah. you wouldn't, it wouldn't be like the same now But I would
1: have been in The Unit 100% I'd have yeah. been in The Unit just literally bouncing off the walls that's where my pal went to it one. It, <laughs> it was called, <laughs> it was called, the... it was called the Bad Boys Club. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they all went like white water rafting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> they could take a school put in the Bad Boys Club. No, even um, the Bad Kids Club, man. The Bad Boys Club. So... Pretty cool. It was wild. Mm, good name for that. like, something that they knew. Like a collector Part of the BBC Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah,
3: It's
2: the bad voice
1: club Yeah, given <laughs> given given much broken in news tonight yeah. <laughs> Is it Hugh? Are we putting our money on Hugh? Yeah. No it is Confirmed Hugh oh, you. Man, come on. His wife outed him Oh his wife outed him A oh. couple of hours ago I seen that on the wiki It said spouse I was like I wonder what she's up to I'll tell you what she's up to Outing Big Hugh Mashallah Oh well, wow. <laughs> I'd have done it man if Ed Edwards mesh me and was like 20 grand every six months for a 40 year also, I'd be like. Can't we googly eyes for 20 grand above so?" 100%. 100%. He's, it, was, it was like a job. It was like a job and he's like, I want 40s of you, I'll give you money. Is that what it was? Or was it just like a constant? Right. I don't know. I don't want to defend him. I don't want to defend them. I would like to make clear I don't know what's going on. Um, My pitch is, and what I was imagining as was kind of like a one-man-only fence but we just yeah. we, don't, yeah. we don't know what he's up to so I'd like to publicly denounce the actions of Hugh <laughs> Edwards I and mean,
0: yeah and we, we do want I get shot down for uh,
1: slandering Slander, <laughs> yeah totally you studied this man where's the journalism it's
0: the uh, so so for see for that entire time your lips are moving you just have
1: <laughs> can you put that in for what age I say I lost my virginity there you, you go <laughs> <laughs> the it <edit. laughs> I don't think they're
0: coming free for that one. <laughs> so it's big.
2: <vague. laughs> <laughs> as long as it wasn't in the BBC
1: building, Hugh Edwards. I worry. I did. <laughs> uh, worry about the. I, I worry about it less new, no, but I did worry before about things I'd said coming back because I live in such a state of life. Like I live like that quite a lot of the time, so I did worry about things like. Suckling it and like suckling back. You ever get any fear about that podcasting wise? He's, he's just like, ah, part of what happens.
0: Not really, no. I don't think we've had anything that controversial, have we?
2: We've not had it controversial, but I am conscious of what I'm saying.
0: Got right. Uh What I'll like bring
2: up and like, I've got stories about like the unit and stuff that I would never say. Not that I'm not that I'm laughing at them, mm-hmm. but there's stories that I'm just like, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, do totally even bring up. Um, and yeah, different different stuff that you you joke about are like personal stories. You don't want to get too personal. That's probably mm. it. But...
0: Yeah, I mean, you sort of, uh, we do sort of, yeah, self-regulate rather than just splurge it all out. Mm, That takes me neatly onto a question like I had, could you do stand-up? And something I've asked all the stand-up artists we've, we've had so far is like, where do you stand in terms of like freedom of speech versus shock and awe type of comedy? Is there things you won't joke about, things off the table, or is it everything goes and if you don't like
1: it, switch off and don't interact with it? So referring specifically to my own kind of journey that I've had, when I've, I think there's definitely something to be said for shiz got a comfy, at least a little bit of an authentic place. Yep. At least a wee bit. Even if the authenticity is as thin as I find this dead funny. Good. Okay, cool. If everybody else hates it, as long as there's some shred of authenticity and I think you're good to go. When I started, I was like, I'm doing all Arab this. Arab that. Mashallah. you Like, and I'm not even that Arab, man. I've spent <laughs> most of my life in cast milk in like six weeks in the desert, you know? But I came back and I was like, oh, Arabs always take the left shoe off first and Arabs always sleep on the couch on a Wednesday and just made all this shit up and don't get, and it was, don't get me wrong, I go, laughs I did get laughs and that was my only goal i didn't want to be authentic in my stand-up i didn't mind no being authentic i think my secondary goal was trying to figure my own shit out which yeah. is a dangerous thing to do, on comedy stages although i think that's maybe what everybody's doing but my number one goal was impress people get people to like me so i was willing to say whatever i thought that they wanted to hear to laugh i think if you're doing that especially with stuff that might be like kind of darker or a bit more touchy if you're doing it purely to try to get the audience like if you're doing it for them uh, I don't think so I think if you're doing it for yourself whatever whatever it is as long as you get enough that you can like stand by it and go "Ah, you might have thought it was wild that's your perception totally get it that wasn't my perception my perception on it was this I think you can stand by it but I don't believe in Telling people what they can say and what they can't say. However, somebody telling me what I can and can't say actually led me doing like a massive life changing path of chasing that authenticity. So if I hadn't had that kind of gatekeeping, uh, like guidance, then I would maybe still be running. Do- I might be sitting the the night going, Marshall. Oh, this is the traditional Arab podcast. dance. say oh, So I think, yeah. It's too. It's too subjective. I think. But my biggest thing would be have something to hang your hat on and go. This is mine. Yeah, I fucking say that. You want me to hear me say it again? I'll say it right now. Otherwise, yeah, you distance yourself from. Yeah, leave it behind. Yeah. what but use where to use it. I, don't
0: know. I, I sort of agree with you. Like, if people allow people to say what i was, what, what they want to say, and if people like it and the reson- it resonates with those people, then that's where your audience comes from. But if people hate it, mm. they, they, they'll actively not watch you. Yeah, you get to go, and that sort of it's sort of self-regulating then because people will drop off the edge because no one wants to book them, no one wants to hear them. Totally. Um, so if you're spouting hatred about people or genders or whatever it is, then yeah. people aren't gonna people aren't gonna find it funny because it's it's coming from a disingenuous place. Like you're saying, is you've lacked that authenticity. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of where I stand. I don't I don't feel like speech should be regulated to that extent. Nah. No. but. People will sort of moderate themselves.
1: I have seen like stand-ups like especially because when you're starting to have new, you're basically just I mean, some people are the exception, but most people are just shite for ages and then you find who you're. And mm-hmm. um, when comedians go down like the dark comedy route, shite dark comedy, as I always yeah. that's no fair to call it shite, actually, because I had a conversation recently when I was talking to a kinda kind of seasoned, wizened, grey bearded veteran of the comic scene. And I was like, and I and I was like, because I was getting a bit bored during a show that I was at. And I said to him, I was like, how do you do it? I was like, how do you just watch comedy air and air and air again? And he kind of like totally subverted my expectations. And he was like, I don't see as watching comedies. Like, I see it as we're all doing a thing here. Like, the person that went up first, they started it. And the host is doing it. And this comedian that's on the news doing it. And we're all trying to do it as like a collective effort to achieve this thing and that's what i'm watching i'm watching this thing grow and develop and i was like whoa that's absolutely class oh fuck what was my original point oh no don't do it don't do it oh fuck what did you say oh uh, i've lost track. you're getting of. Bored. oh getting your bored. get bored get bored slightly before it. Oh, freedom of speech and freedom of... okay here we go like right let's link this in freedom of speech yeah. Yeah. There we go. So, I so so looking at that, I wouldn't, back in the day, I'd be like, good comedy, shite comedy. Don't get me wrong, some comedy is absolutely shite. But you know I look at it as that? Why I look at it as like... Can we edit in the, the, all the numbers like the Zach Galifianakis <laughs> <he's doing laughs> that. Oh, No, they're hard. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I wouldn't say a shite comedy, but like new people who are starting out, they go down that dark comedy route. When it does the land, it's hard. They're like, I oh, and then... I fucked Madeline McCann. Your <laughs> oh, silence in the room and I, and that's what I'm like. I'm like You oh. starting, Yeah. I'm like, did you is that are you hang your hat on that? I'm like, do you find that funny? I'm like, I don't know, i am find that funny but I think eventually some of these comics find their growth and they find what audiences find funny and they find funny. But I'm not that think- comic. Well <laughs>
2: <laughs> See when it comes to like censorship is that I think. There's a lot of focus on comedy, and it's a weird focus to have. Like Everyone's like, oh, Friends couldn't get made nowadays, on oh, mm. The Office couldn't get made. Why not? Like, who was offended watching Fucking Friends? Mm. And then, but when it comes to dark humour, what I've noticed is I think you need to have a relationship with the audience that they know you're not actually sinister and saying, if you come out yeah. unknown to start spouting off what mm. Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais, if you did their stand-up set mm. as an they'd be like, who, who's yeah. this wanker? What's going on? But if you know they're not actually there's no malice in it or you'd hope then then it, ge- it gives them that permission to joke about things in areas that you maybe wouldn't normally
1: dare yeah and it's their craft i guess it's their they're like i've chosen this as the path of how i'm gonna yeah. develop myself and if they can create like anything if you can create that relationship with the audience and then perform your craft that's great i think if you're using it as like like a shocking awe tactic and that's no that authentic to you, and there's no the way that you want to pursue your craft. Then I think it can be, it can be just cringe inducing. But but then when you see comics are great, and they're saying the worst shit, yeah. shit they're like shit. They <laughs> but there's a whole audience laughing at it. They're like, well, suddenly it's just, it just seems to be alright. I guess that yeah. is the the craft. It's so safety
0: numbers then, isn't it?
1: Don't...
2: What What do you think when you said there has to be authenticity in comedy, right? from like absolute love comedy of watched like stand up like forever and there seems to be a path of you know people will be shit or they'll be a bit hacky and then they'll be their authentic self <laughs> but then they reach a level of fame where they start talking about like world topics world mm. trends and they kind of see themselves as an authority to talk on anything and it's no longer about an, uh, something authentic to them mm. they're talking about wor- world issues and you get it on podcasts as well like some people think their opinion's important enough that they can just start chatting about world issues and it's like who are you mm. like nobody cares what you think
1: yeah go back to telling me about your grander yeah exactly i was loving that i think i did hear somebody say once that once you make it as a comic your life is mostly touring so you go to a venue and then mm. you go to a hotel room and then you go to a airport and then you go to the next place and then you just live that like on the road life so you don't have a lot of time for these moments to occur <laughs> or fresh like fresh material and stuff I think I think I'm almost out of can, so I should make it right now. <laughs> we'll be safe later. Yeah. Um, so you end up writing stuff about how airport toilets are deadly yeah. and stuff on that because you've no, you're no living your life. You're away for it, removed. Um, but I think also fame must drive everybody mad. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't matter who you are, must just no drive you mad, but at least warp your whole perception of the world. So yeah, I reckon once you've done the stories about your growing up and your life and things that you're interested in, and then suddenly. You're famous. You can't really talk too much about being famous because yeah, 'cause you're still dealing with it at that time. And you don't want to look like an because nobody wants to hear somebody talk about how famous they are. Mm. Like, is it just there's no joy in it unless it's dead, dead funny, which is yeah. I think why maybe later when they've been famous for a while for a yeah. long time and then it sort all of back and it's all you want to hear about. Mm. you like, tell me what it's like. Maybe Kevin Hart's got that kind of journey. His yeah. stuff's like his his stuff is there still like family. So it's my family and my wife, my daughter, and that yeah. it's no too much like I was in this. Having film kids day that, gives yeah. a
2: fresh batch of material to a lot of comics, I think. So that's life,
1: that's what it? I'm hoping for. Just to use the wings for material. And then, <laughs> what for, the material <laughs> and then and what's about the in the new two will see them after <laughs> the orphanage will have plenty of material for you.
2: Still got <laughs> orphanages? I thought few must
1: do
0: your Units. <laughs> Units. <laughs> That's me. I, I, I mean, I
1: assume so. Yeah. Okay. You going? Yes. Still get off. Oh, i long so. David says yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love having you I'd like to have you in mind. Well, we'll stop language. referring to David and start calling you the Oracle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm going to say something and go. Where's David?
0: And you'll be named be we I'm mental. David's like the equivalent of Jamie, but he doesn't need a computer.
1: Alpha dome. Alpha dome. Dave. Beautifully rich voice. Amazing. Yeah. What other sound effects have you got in there?
3: Oh, that's a new one.
1: Classic. That's a classic. Next. Okay, so when I look at you like this, I'm looking for an answer to your question. When I look at you like this, <laughs> sorted.
2: So how how did you get? Actually, I want to keep talking about comedy for a second mm-hmm. before we move on to like going all that. What is your writing process, or how how has it changed from when you used to just do the? It's, it's one of, this is
1: my, like, upbringing, blah, 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 to now. It's one of my biggest issues, as is my writing process. Um, the, the most recent gig I had was done last ADHD, last minute, hyper-focused style. But, like, I'm surrounded by notes and journals and uh, bits of text and just all this stuff and trying to gather it. It's so fucking difficult, it's everywhere, it's in my brain, it's in a story that I tell to somebody, it's in a note in my old phone that goes ran out by a taxi, I get it back, I put it on the iCloud, it downloads, oh there's the, don't know what to do. so what I'm trying to focus on now is, it's really hard for me no, to go up there and be like, here's why I'm an Arab Glaswegian, I just don't know, I think it's all I've spoken about on stage, so it seems to be like this kind of. Path that I've treads often, and as soon as I get confused on stage, I'm like, my that's Arab," and just go right into it. It's so, it. So yeah, totally. But um, now what I'm trying to do is just go up and like you I, the kind of stuff that we're talking about is really hard to describe. So you can choose whatever metaphor makes you most comfortable. I uh, personally like um, you know, the Matrix where they've got the hang in the back of the head. Yeah, as like you plug into that. Boo, 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 boo. Or um, and like kung fu. So yeah, totally or connecting to, the like, a big light source. So I think that's what I'm trying to focus on doing the new when I'm going on stage. Mm-hmm. In terms of the writing, the things that I want to talk about are so fucking, like, no difficult to talk about, but, like, literally impossible to talk about. I want to talk about, like, spirituality and all this sort of thing, but it's so hard today in a, like, 10-minute slot in a pub, yeah. you know? Yeah. The old man at the bars pissed himself and you want me gone? God is like a wall of light that is inconceivable to the human brain That is no go at it. So that's where I want to go. I want to start, because the only things that interest me in this world are professional wrestling, spirituality, and stories. That's it. That. I don't really care about anything else, and they're all essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and- I can see why you're on that, right? Mm-hmm. So,
2: Billy Kirkwood said it's important to have a guy. I think he's also spoke about ADHD, and his guy was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. I know that Robin Williams had... ADHD and he used to come on stage and say because he would just let his brain mm-hmm. empty and talk about things, he would occasionally, like, steal jokes accidentally. Uh-huh. He would just talk about anything. He would get in trouble, blah, blah, blah. Um, so are you saying when you go on stage, you'd rather have it prepared rather than just let it let loose?
1: I tried for a while. I read Billy Conley's book, and uh-huh. Billy was like, there's no greater thrill than going on a That's not the belly voice, is it? Listen, oh. Jobby. Uh, jobby. <laughs> <laughs> There's no greater thrill than going on a stage. No, I'm not going on I'm not having anything get prepared. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there, we'll get there. There really is no greater thrill than going on a stage totally unprepared for what's about to come i just let the audience ride the wave of laughter. Fucking seven hours in an audiobook you know, kind of nothing. I've never been an <laughs> impersonation guy. And a play I was in when I was 11, I had to do an English accent, and it sounded Jamaican. I was like, what time should we get the train? I'm like, where do you feel? It's like, Southport. It's terrible
2: accents. See, with the impressions and accents, mm. do you think it's funny that everyone cares? Like it's such a daft thing. Like mm. nobody expects you to be good at impressions, mm. but if you say like do a Peter Griffin, you'll take it, you'll take it seriously, mm. and
0: you're like shit. No, it's
2: not. this Oh shit, no, it's this. Like yeah, every, it's such a random thing that everyone like. It was like right when we it. did yeah. these
0: these portraits. Mm. There was a wee element of competition in there, everyone. was trying to do their best, and Daryl obviously won. Like there's the hands down.
1: Yeah, one's a portrait, and one is a portrait of the portraits.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul and I were. What... Ah, no, I've got to give it to Paul. Like he, he captured far more of the room than I did, and I it's didn't really capture it myself. Oh he, wait, that one—that was Paul was in the middle. Yeah, oh, Mike yeah. was the far end. it's it. a that tragic. Who's that? <laughs>
3: that's,
2: that's, a,
0: that's just a skid logo.
2: Don't <laughs> uh, buy digital. Uh, cheers, that one.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, but it's like uh, I I don't really like stand-up that much which is i like i don't like really watching it that much and i found comedians who fit as close to me hassan minaj's one-man show on netflix i think it was called homecoming king okay that was the closest thing i got, and that was probably because it was a brown boy as well i was like brown boy telling stories that was like that's me that's perfect um so i watched that and i was like that i would like that we slideshow in the background tell some stories and that. yeah but even when i tried to like kind of um so i heard paul mccartney talking about this he's like you can pick any artist you want and try and they them as best as you can and you won't actually be able to do what they do but no. you will create your interpretation of their work yeah. I tried to do that with Hasan Minhaj but it just wasn't still wasn't authentic enough to where I was at because I'm no I'm, I'm interested in stories I but I'm also interested in like the big fucking questions and the stuff that we can't physically talk about our brains are incapable of. like my Doug Colby has like we've got Kobe has that great in Arabic or something right with mm, that. it Kobe Kobe It's not like a hobby or something in Arabic It means like You're asking me bro He's named after Kobe Bryant The basketball player (laughs) You ever seen Elbud That's like that Doug plays basketball It's Kobe Kobe The Doug He uh, Whenever Whenever you listen to TikToks He goes And freaks out And runs about the house he is incapable of processing what a TikTok is and okay. knowing how to use TikTok and get it what it is. His brain isn't incapable it. The same way I think humans are totally incapable of processing what God is. Mm-hmm. Our brains physically can't harder. And now I can get go cool, and teach them not to bark. I could say if you don't bark at this bit, reward them, punish them, do thing. And guess what a lot of religions do? They're like, you don't bark. At this time But you, you bark at 9am on a Sunday And then teaches people To go into this routine But the actual thing That the Rajah was built around The big fucking confusing thing Impossible to talk about That's why people are like How's God An old guy in this sky You're like He's no it's Just a metaphor We had to get a metaphor To talk about it Because it's impossible to talk Something about Something to help people Understand what it is Totally And that's why The, the Muslims were like, like They seen the guy drawing Jesus and then they were all arguing, they're like, does he have long hair? Why does he get a six-pack? Why is he white? I see them all arguing, and they were like, don't even try it with Muhammad. They're like, Nay nee forties. They're like, we're never going to be able to nail in a 40 We're never going to be able to capture it. Let's just try and talk about it. But that's how I try to talk about that untalkable about shit on stage, because it's all I'm interested in, and I'm sick of cornering people at his parties and try to get them to talk to them about it when they're on MDMA. And I'm like, what do you think about God? No, all that. I've only man. i right. so, you know, I'd like to put it out
0: so see when you're writing creating however you want to describe it when do you create your best stuff like is there a mood or an energy or something that's happened in your life to, to write a catalyst for that to happen
1: under the moment and pressure and it seems to be that my material was made up by telling somebody the same thing repeatedly until it becomes a thing there's something really annoying about like that story that i told you is about the tiktok i've been trying to walk that into a bit for ages yeah i'll get that into a bit where people laugh yeah face to face but then when i take it to stage i need to walk out this new rhythm and it's a big pain in my tits why do i need to date twice why can a group of 50 people no just respond the same way that today why is it once we're past a certain number you need to go to a whole you need to switch for the fucking the xylophone to the the big xylophone, you know. I don't I have to change it. It sounded good on the wee tink tonk. Why did not it to go into the big brick one? Do you know? Did that make sense?
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's some something... games
2: it as well. It's wee tink tonk and brick one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what?
1: Uh... No, you can say tink tonk
2: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on.
1: We'll I, I love
2: that in ca- in the Castle breeze. You said. Your stand-up usually comes from You tell a story a few times You get a good reaction You're like, right That's going to be my next stand-up But Because I've never heard anyone else Say that process before And it just makes so much sense Yeah Like, everyone's got stories That they prefer And they love telling And they know it gets a good reaction You're like, totally. yeah, that's a stand-up bit tell
1: the, tell the one about Tell the one about the boat Tell them They go, tell them They go, oh, right So, right, so we're out on this boat Right, you know That's <laughs> them. start of the bit End yeah. of the bit The end of the bit's when the laugh comes Everybody's got them I thought you were telling me I got I got <laughs> I was <got laughs> like Pop the bottom, <laughs> <about the> boat. <laughs> It was, it was wet
0: on Saturday night, but it wasn't Noah's Ark. Really. Was, no, it wasn't but I was out in my box. <laughs> uh,
1: I was overboard. Uh, I know it's that, that, like, they bits, but it's amazing at a party, or like, they do, like, when somebody says something to me it sparks it. See when I'm up on stage and it's just a bright light in the emptiness, I'm like that. So my dad's an Arab, right? And I wish I was There, I wish I was able to recall these bits, but I think I need a kind of interactive process to... Spark things and get the conversation going. Is it also just getting
0: a lot of getting more comfortable on that kind of stage and that kind of forum?
1: Nah, I love being on stage. Yeah. I'm so comfortable on stage. I'm uncomfortable making jokes. Doesn't matter. People need to be laughing every five minutes. Why do I need to be funny? Why? Because you came be to a comedy show means I need to make you laugh every ten minutes. Nah, maybe I don't feel like being funny. Maybe I feel like talking about my dog on TikTok, you know. But I feel like the more that I'm doing these shows and moving towards that more authentic stage, the laughter's just coming. Mm-hmm. I'm finding the place for it. I'm saying what I want to say. Being able to do a lot of day, and then at some point going, no, well, they've no. But this is like a subconscious process, or like a low conscious process, because you're never aware of your subconscious. Don't let people say, I'm in my subconscious. You never know. You never never know. It's a
0: good point. <laughs>
2: so so are you you're saying you're kind of transitioning from a joke teller to a storyteller with laughs in it. Totally. So, because yeah.
1: I've done a storytelling gig, and this is really interesting. I'd actually like to get your take on this. I was I done a storytelling gig, and. Awesome. done a storytelling gig in Edinburgh And it was um, This place had been emailing me for ages And I was like I'm going to do a fucking gig in you one day And then I totally forgot <laughs> I said- So aggressive was <laughs> because <laughs> well, I kept getting emails through And I was like oh! But I'm not going to delete you yet Because I'm going to do a gig And then uh, somebody had booked me for a show And I was in this place And I was like Oh I fucking told you Told you So i done it It was a great show It was doing like a festival thing know People- the Edinburgh festival Just like a wee smaller day festival People come in told the story about being Arab, told the story about my mom having cancer, and my mom and Chico were in the Oh, I've used that real name. Oh, fuck. Ah, Chico fucking went. Oh, wait, that's a fake name. He's <laughs> so ingrained in it now. He doesn't hey. know they're fake from the real. Kai maxed mixed up. So, me and my mom and Chico were in the background. They were greeting. I was greeting. I felt like I went to a really pure, authentic storytelling place. I impacted the audience. A woman came up after me and said, as a, a mixed... Person living in the UK, I'd never heard this story expressed like this. Thank you for telling your story. Everything went great. The woman who was also, went, This has been, I think, quite a lot. Well, so i just chill and take it. And I would look upon that event, That's, that by all means very successful event, I would look back on it with sheer embarrassment, sheer ready. How come? Ma- Don't it was by, it went exactly how I wanted it to go i have to know a bit better than I'd expected it to. I reached into the light, maybe went too deep into the emotional side of it, but that was the authentic truth of the moment. It's to this day, that was about a year and a half ago, I look back on it and when I think on it I go, oh, oh, fuck. Is it just thinking back to being
2: really vulnerable when you're not used to that or what? You're quite open though.
1: That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Like a dropped facade sort of situation. Yeah. Like when all you the think come down. Like when you mm. think
2: back, maybe you felt raw and vulnerable then you're like ah shit, I didn't like feeling like that.
1: oh uh, uh, right. Yeah. Uh you ever realise something and you have a, like a shift in your body? Mm. I like I just had one of them. I think you're right. I think I, that was real, real, real authenticity and vulnerability and no use to it. Whoa. And uh, embarrassment seems to be like a defence mechanism. Like a wee fence in it. It's like, yeah. you showed too much. I've got to get you. Distancing yourself. Distancing yourself. You had a bad time yeah. But then Whoa. again, like
0: the, you said it was very well received mm. and went better and you anticipated going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's difficult to explain necessarily why embarrassment. Yeah. Because so, you, you, that ought to be a positive reinforcing type of a, an emotion to go along. Even if you will. feel like you were extremely vulnerable in
1: that. If it ties in with the theme of trying to impress people oh. to get that acceptance, it would make sense. Yeah. You know, I was like, the one they necessarily impressed, they were touched. So maybe my thing is like, was like, you should be embarrassed of this because you didn't impress them, mm-hmm. you affected them in a deep and emotional way, which isn't the aim of the game. The aim of the game is to keep them on side. Interesting, very interesting. If it sounds so-
0: like that's exactly what you're trying to do. You, mm. You're wanting to connect with people on a deeper emotional level on a, a handful of subjects, mm. which most people wouldn't try and take on to like a comedy setting. Mm.
1: I think that's it. If
0: you can find humour and elements of that along the way then that keeps it tied to comedy but you're you're still communicating on a, a broader scale.
1: Yeah. The idea was that I have like a new long show that I take about the place but where I jump into comedy places I do like 10-15 minutes of that show and it's funny mm-hmm. and there's funny bits but there's also the other bit of the show that's like just like you say, like what that thing actually is. Well, that's been a big shift, boys. That's been a big shift. I've been working on for like a year and a half. So thank yous for that. I really it's, appreciate it. it. It's a service we provide. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and I actually, oh, sorry, what what you got? I've got, I had a neat segue there, but I'll. I think <laughs>
2: it's maybe the same segue. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, what it reminded me of, when like, when you think back, I don't know if you've done, I'd imagine you have done, because you're talking about counselling, mm. therapy. Because when you, say when you first start, maybe you'll just chat away and it's fine. But once you get, into a couple of them and then you're actually you open up mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden you're like blubbering and you're like i've never been oh, like yeah. this in my life and you look back you're like jesus yeah but it is like your know, authentic self i've right? heard
1: it referred to as uh the, the emotional queef <laughs> 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 like it like it just comes out so suddenly somebody you start talking and you're like i saw i was uh, i was up at my grand's the other day and such and such thing happened and then something happens and you're like and i just don't know if i'm <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what that came out, and then for that, yeah. like, it's over, you thought you were just talking about a visit to your grands. It something out you were talking about the, your acceptance of death and yeah. your fear of failure, and it just pops out, you're like, oh, it comes out like that, um, I think, it,
2: what was the question? Just like, because uh, now you're you're talking about going into counselling, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, As up,
1: learning, learning like counselling skills, absolutely oh. zero of which have went into use in this session, by the way, listening, responding, attending, <laughs> 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 it's my time, baby, just, oh, okay, me Uh, yeah but no it's been life-changing like the learning the counseling skills it's been unreal and especially um it's like i keep sometimes i date people and i don't even mean to and i'm like so something something i'll be like that sounds like it's quite a lot and they'll start tearing up about oh it's quite a lot and i'm like oh fuck we're just having a fag side a cafe i didn't mean to take you down the counseling route so sorry but it's um it's amazing like how much you don't listen to people and how much we're all in our own heads. Uh, yeah, you're hearing what you want to hear rather than what someone's saying. Totally. And you no know, giving them that um, space to actually talk. Just having your reality, letting them go, mm-hmm, I, 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 and here's what I think as well, and never registering what they say. So the counselling skills has totally changed that. I would like to find a way to incorporate the counselling stuff and the stage stuff. And mm-hmm. um, like a nice wee Halfway, to try and fix it.
2: I've quite, when you say about listening to people... I've quite enjoyed that experience with the podcast because we're on here but it's about the guests it's Mm -hmm. not about our opinions we're not trying to like crack jokes and and it's about the guests and listening to them and it has been really good because then you pick up on things you learn things you get inspired there's
0: also an element of it like what you're talking about is you're listening to someone Mm -hmm. And then you're trying to think of something the next the next question that leads in uh, into that, and it can be very it can be very easy then to start thinking about that and then forget about what, or stop listening properly to what the person's actually saying, mm. which is the whole point of this thing in the first place is actually listen to the people. Mm.
1: Um, There's um, I think the word for it in counselling is rapport, right? But um, it can be also be called the vibe. And I'm not a fan of the vibe. No, <laughs> it's not. But it's because it's um, it's another thing. It's, it's it's one of the undescribable things again. Is something that you kind of quite know it is a connection between two people, but it's more than that. Is the energy, it's the emotion, the transference, and receiving of that, whatever it's indescribable. So, vibe is a nice way to yeah. place nice But if you don't like it, we'll call it
3: Report.
1: the ripple <laughs> So, you build the rapport, and you'll be building that in the podcast as well. Every person that comes in, you'll build a different rapport, create mm-hmm. a different setting. Um, but it's like you kind of quite put your finger on why sometimes it works and sometimes it
0: doesn't. Sometimes it's just a feeling or an energy that it's changing totally. And that goes like between and like us ambition. too in different podcasts as well. Yeah, some
2: mm. some of the podcasts I watch them back, and every time Stu asks a question, I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 It was my girlfriend actually picked up on it, and then I, all, that's all I can see. Now. Yeah. Just, so I'm trying to be like, "Yeah, you know. it's,
0: it's it's very easy, or it was very easy, to be overly conscious about how you looked or how you were interacting with someone, rather than just allow that to be
1: a genuine well, expression, interaction, yeah. and where that I struggle as well with." Putting myself out in a way that doesn't look like the way that I meant to. But I'm reading this book, the new, it's called The Four Agreements. I read, it was in Barry, the, the series Barry, it was good. And as we yeah. guys, like, you owe it to yourself to read The Four Agreements. And I was like, well, oh, fuck, better download it for free then. I'm not getting Don Miguel Guguiguez any money, man. I'm just going to read the book. But I was reading away in that. It's really interesting. It's talking about, like, how there's, like, a kind of planetary dream. So, like, you can't, I think it's, it relates to, like, I hope I get this right or I'll look like a dick, man. Freud's theory of the unified unconscious sounds good, David. David, fuck Tavano, to me. <laughs> <laughs> the stumped Oracle. But it was kind of talking about how like uh, society has a dream, like a collective dream, in every day. And when you're young, that you kind of get plugged into it, and they're like, "This is this is good, this is bad," and all that. And but everybody's got their own personal dream, and then eventually you end up fucking your personal dream off and just plugging into the society's dream, and a lot of people all oh, living like that oh fuck I've almost lost the point but you were talking about the oh what's the point oh, as
0: well? I was already I was already trying to think of the next silly uh, yeah, good question that, to ask about
1: that the report is dead <laughs> is it
2: why you're talking about the book yeah so you're saying in Barry you read the book and it's about the four four grievous agreements, agreements. And the reason you came up with that is because
1: these are the, the these are the hell bits I have an ADHD like these that's... being so passionate about something and forgetting what you're talking about is uh, like you can see on people who are on drugs a lot LLs in the moment be like and the the, the only reason the only reason go on what's what's the reason I you know like, <laughs> you see the the flow that's me all the time I'm like and I'm only gonna say this one time.
2: I thought, what was I going to say, man? I can't remember what we're talking about because I get distracted by what's the what's the name of the actor in Barry? Because we were chatting about that. Oh, that guy. Remember, <laughs> fuck knows what that guy's name is. I was just is. sitting thinking, like, oh, what's his name? Because he's in Skeleton Key, mm. which is an absolutely amazing film. Skeleton George. Skeleton Key Key. Um, yeah, that's a brilliant film. Same actor.
1: Golly, because that's Clark, he's the uh, difference in him acting in season one and acting in season four is great. Yeah, I also because it was a acting. I found myself being like, oh, yeah, made me wish I had a Gene Cousineau. Well, oh wait, did you watch it? watch out, like ah, if I get wasted, wasted. or somebody there those <laughs> kissing not. body the Barry
0: fans. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: Shout out, Barry.
0: Just to circle back around to the, the counselling stuff then, I won't wait on it too long, but how how is going through that training affected how you interact with people on a day-to-day basis? Has it changed how you...
1: Started... Or, how, or how
0: you interact with yourself, even?
1: Oh, totally. So my mother done the course before me, um, and she she's not a counsellor or anything, but she works in that kind of, uh, like environment. So she done it. She's like, you can't just strip yourself. I know, Clay's wise, like it's no, it's no the calf can brace. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you need to, uh, you need to like strip yourself down and kind of rebuild yourself. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Sally? And I was like, oh, but no, you do when you go in. There's a sense of like you're looking at. So the, there's a thing called like the Johari Window, which is it's like you've got these four quadrants of like, um openness essentially so there's certain things that are totally free and open and you tell everybody certain things that you know about but you would tell people certain things that you don't know about but people will tell you for example i was in section three of the Johari window because other people noticed it but you didn't and then number four which is not known to you not known to else, so it's just like the subconscious shit totally hidden away and when you're looking at that and then you start going fuck what bits of me are free and open what bits do i tell people about What bits of me do I know about, but I don't tell people about? Mm -hmm. What bits of me do people know about me, but I don't know? How am I gonna know if I don't know? What bits do I know? And you start like you start questioning it. And um, one that was massive for me, I'll go right into this, man. I don't know what it means yet, so I've not figured it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. But we did this exercise. Um, it was about fuck knows it was weeks ago but basically you, it was like a kind of so you shut your eyes and they talk you through it and they're like you are at bus stop and it's ready you're carrying bags the bags are very heavy all oh, this it's no hypnotism sort of thing it's more just like an imagination exercise like you could stop and go wait bags and they go yep yeah, bags and you go right right cool I've got my bags so we done that and then you go into this wee shop and it's dry inside the shop and there's a wee magic man and he's like hello welcome. It wasn't Irish. It wasn't mine, my, my one, but it didn't say. I thought
2: that was Billy Conway.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, welcome to the magical shop. <laughs> you feel free to take anything. I'm not gonna Feel free to take anything you want. So anyway, we've done this whole exercise and you could take whatever you want and they when they said uh the first things that popped out of my head it was like you take what you want and I might as well like um fame, acclaim, love and you, is that going to come through on the podcast and I keep doing that? Yeah, literally. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I'm going to slap my leg. Fame, acclaim, love. And then I thought, oh, come on. And I was like, the show with everything in the world and you took what? Fame? Fuck off. I was like, what are we doing then? So I showed up to about there and I found a piece. And I was like, peace will do. I was like, I'll we'll take peace. Peace and jack. I thought you meant a like, <laughs> chicken sandwich. And then I shoved it at a 20 story flat. That's <laughs> a that's a reference to the Castle Milk theme song. Oh, you can't fling your pieces at a 20 story flat. Seven hundred hungry ways will testify to that butter, jelly, of the breeders, pan. The odds against reaching out from 99 to one. Let's about how the poverty in Castle Milk is so rife that even if you throw a piece out a twenty-story flat, children will be waiting at the boat to catch it. It's actually a really dark and yeah, tragic no. tale. So I was shopping about the shop and I took piece and a piece. I was like, that's great. And then on the way out, he's like, Oh, but wait, you can't take your thing without leaving something. And I was like, Oh, Interesting, and I was about to leave, and I was like, "Would the want to leave?" And I started thinking about it, and before I got a chance to think about it, something screamed to within me, and it went, "This body!" And I was like, "What?" And it, you know, Dementors in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It was like a Dementor came off me and went into this cupboard. They like where all the things are stored. It went like, <laughs> <laughs> "How's it?" Dementor. <laughs> a Dementor. <laughs> it went like, <laughs> "And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? This body? I was like, no idea what that means? So I'm still figuring it out, but." All these things start coming up, and you start questioning things. You start having like answers to work out. You start having different interpretations of yourself, the way you interact with people, the way you interact with the world, your authenticity, your genuineness, your levels of acceptance in the world. And you just start becoming conscious of them. And to bring it even into the light of consciousness changes it ever so slightly because before you didn't know about it, and mm-hmm. now you know about it, and you can look at it and go, What the fuck? What the fuck? So it's been massive. And I'm only on the first quarter way through year one it's like a three year process to become a counsellor so I'm not even like no even one eighth of the way done and it's already changed so much of how I've used to. and I'm also going back to counselling on Friday because I got a few wee sticky things just right. wee things that I of seem to I go left and it off, and I go right and I off so I'll get a counsellor in you're like what's going on and then some of that yeah, some of the queefs yeah some of the queefs and then cured so
2: when you say what was the window something to do with like what other people know about you that you don't know
1: yeah is that one yeah so that's the Johari window J-O-H-A-R-I it sounds really cool but it was just after a guy named Joe and a guy named Harry and they put their names together
2: okay so with the Johari window and like what other people know about you and you're saying you're becoming more conscious about Mm. or thinking about these things does that translate to stand up because part of stand up is being aware of what people think when you walk on stage, right? Or when I start speaking, what are they expecting of me, and how can
1: I use that? Totally. So I've started wearing skirts and my stand up um, because I've always wanted to wear women's clothes, but I've been women's clothes. You know, it doesn't exist. But they, so, I mean, it does because it's no got a wee place for your boss, It's women's clothes. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, clothes are gender neutral, but if you wear a skirt, as <laughs> the,
3: the <laughs> the, there, bo- there a wee,
1: as there a wee, there up, and now uh, if so, it was made for. But that doesn't mean it's man or woman's. that just means like Barclays non bockleys. And I've always wanted to wear non bockleys. Okay. Um and I hadn't it, just based on whatever. Fear, fear of violence, which is something that i would like to learn more about. But uh in the LGBT community, just fear of violence. Mm-hmm. Something exists. Like just walk about, scared to get done in all the time. As Matt, does everybody experience that? Do lots of people experience that? I'm interested. I would like to find out more. So um I wasn't being authentic. I was as I say being this, whatever uh, people needed, being like a kind of mask reflected back. Going, hey oh. But now when I started to stand up I'm like I'm like, I want like to wear high heels. I want like to wear a lovely big dress, and I want my makeup done all this. And eventually, I want like to wear big fucking ball gowns and shit. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. But that's something that was used to be known only to me and not known to other people. As soon mm. as I walk out on that stage and do a cartwheel at a fucking one slit skirt, it's free and open, baby. Totally free and open. So this is it. And I'm trying. In my set, I'm talking about authenticity. I'm also ending it with, um, "See who you are." No. See it. Be who you are. See how you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. And I thought that was said by the cat in the hat, but it wasn't. Apparently, nobody knows who said it. It's like a mystery. But some people, like Dr. Seuss has been gave it, okay. but nobody actually knows where it comes from. But the punchline still works if I say the, the cat in the hat, so I'm going to keep saying it was the cat in the hat. But that's kind of like the whole premise of my set now, is I'm like, yes, there is funny stories in here, but also this is as much me as I can possibly be. Fucking like a lump it man I can only do this you know yeah. there's still a lot of fear involved like um, I'm like oh, I can't eat before a show and I need to go to the gym before a show and if I'm not in top form then I won't work out I can't wait to get all that shit to fuck and just be able to eat a kebab and go out in a fucking sequin jumpsuit anyway and be like I don't even eat kebabs you know but I always use that as my example food yeah I don't eat them wild so I, psychology counselling authenticity genuineness and acceptance especially acceptance even if the audience hate me accepting it it's all tying in uh, I don't want to say just stand up because I feel like I'm no quite I'm a day stand up but I don't feel like I'm like ah comedian Yeah. ah, ah, ah stage stage boy don't know no got the name for it yet but placeholder word stage boy you get some sort of sound effect for stage boy maybe the dream one stage, stage boy, boy. <laughs> perfect
2: there's a necklace that features in these photos and I would like to say thank you uh, to them, I, I messaged him saying that my girlfriend loved the necklace, and I was asking where it was from, and he very kindly brought it to pass on,
1: and if she doesn't like it, she can pass she on. Can but pass sure it on well. again, yeah, i passed nice. it on. I got these joggies and a lost and found in Bucky, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I woke up, and all I had was a pair of bicycle shorts and a skirt, nothing else, phone gone, bag gone, everything gone, I went downstairs in the skirt, I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happened, do you have any clothes? <laughs> so they gave me a hoodie, joggies, a hat, nice. still go them, I still wear them regularly, so believe in picking stuff up and passing stuff on when you start a game you start naked and then you go about and you collect outfits it's how i live life so terminator terminator, terminator. <laughs> wake up every morning ball up naked because we brown ass in the middle of a car park and then start up and i just take a hat out of somebody <laughs> so, i like it well um so yeah if, i know you've been talking about energy
2: and stuff but i think from meeting you we we came into your house and you gave us the the cans of juice from Tesco yes. which were amazing yeah the lemon and lime yeah and you were oh, no. you were a good laugh we went in the photos you were more than like, like a happy model and you were doing stuff and we, we left just saying like how nice a guy you were warm yeah, dress, or, absolutely. yeah absolutely absolutely brilliant guy
1: so that's the best possible response ah, like, wow an asshole that can was shite <laughs> 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 That'd be a good sponsor To get Tesco's own whatever yeah, lemon, lemon, and lemon and lime Yeah it's fucking right I meant to bring some of them But I've not been to a Tesco
3: No I <laughs> meant of
0: to to that For the next uh, guests um, Okay
2: So this is the part of the podcast Where we'll show you The photos we took On the day um, Get your, your live reaction Hopefully good or bad But any feedback We would love to hear it um, I've given I can't. I think there's about like 15 15, 20 or something I've got with you here And then I'll show you mine.
1: Then uh, I'll show you. Show oh. And then I pick one. No, no, just no. I just, just get to see them. Yeah. We'll send you the there's link. There's a. I'll pick
0: a favourite. Yeah. There's i I've been thinking about this the last few weeks. Yeah. But I've been. I haven't really wanted to say it because I recognise who's the best photographer in the room. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> I love your photos. So I'd. I'd. I'd feel like I'm putting myself up against it there. But um. So yeah. You're gonna see Daryl's first. Mm. And we'll just twist on the screen round and. Uh, you can watch or the, have a listen that.
2: Are you compliment Exciting. I've exciting, I've always
1: right. acknowledged that. But then if somebody does pick yours, you'll be like, whoa! Yes. And I'll be like, fucking dick, D- You'll be like, delete this episode. And then, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then the each season is we're if we're going for seasons, we'll have like a a winner. But Leaked it's not about it's not really about that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're the winner. Right. So
2: the first photo was our warm up photo just outside your your bin shed which you very kindly locked up oh is this Amazing.
0: there's this like photos that were getting taken while oh. i went go and got the car yeah <laughs> I Stree, that, that, that doesn't we count we were <laughs> the rain and Strain,
2: uh, had to go and get the car while
0: we waited <laughs> someone's got to play that um yeah
2: hey. so yeah so, you know, i thought your eyes looked really cool here in the in the light i might just do that so i can jab sure, it can you yeah. still
1: see it yeah absolutely i'm seeing a profile picture you yeah, have got good eyes I'll give you that thank you man they come from my da oh here we go.
2: Then we moved on to the one with the path in the background, nice kind of plain background. Um yeah, sorting your jacket, nice reaction there.
0: What you don't really pick up in this is just how pissing wet it was, that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are
2: like little raindrops. Yeah, you can, you can see, see some
1: wee kind of lines
0: in the background,
1: but
2: Yeah, I quite like that though. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, it adds to it definitely. I like the, the shirt and the jacket and Yeah, I'm really glad she's let me try on. Nine different outfits. So you did go for Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> yes. Very happy that we managed to settle on this. Oh, the sand. I'm fl- I don't know. It was only two days ago, but seeing it all come back, I'm like, oh, I the sandals in the hell and oh, the yeah. guy. And, and
2: one th- thing I will say, I've got your Chris Jericho sequences like a gift, but that's not in this. Got but I'll you. give it to you after. Amazing. As well as your tree swing. Woo.
1: Great. <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do with all this, but something, something big. Oh, this, yes is sir. The, this is This is a Calvin yes, Klein. Sir. We were taking the piss, but that's came out looking very fantastic. It looks like uh, Columbia's next top model. <laughs> <laughs> the shot's looking great.
2: And then this is the one where you're on top of the pole leaning forward to get the, the guns nice. out.
1: You, Because you don't know I'm on a pole, it does look a bit pooey. <laughs> like a kind of forward squat. Well, where are I kinda, are we uh, a wee strain there. Yeah, a wee strain was thrown. <laughs> <laughs> trying
2: to squeeze out a therapy quick. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. yes I man. think this
2: is my favourite I quite like this one I think it captures like, uh, it's a lot of emotion mm, your personality and stuff quite well
1: I'm really into it I like it a lot I think the uh, the hair it looks the same but different in every photo I, I think it's just going to be done with it the... it worked well in the rain yeah it yeah, really lends itself to that curl I like it, I like it as well because it's a bit confusing nice
2: and this one had like a split with a tree but it was like
1: halfway down your head and then the background I don't know if it would work but I, I think I quite like it I think so I think it looks like if you typed in getty images like man with moustache in forest <laughs> 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 I think that looks
3: perfect
1: oh mashallah there's That's a, a cheeky one. there's a scariness to that there's an <laughs> excitement and an energy but the left eye is twitching as if to say he's been this excited for like 45 minutes I <laughs> <laughs> don't know how we get my cam doing and go <laughs> but I like it. I think it's, it's um it's truthful.
2: <laughs> I'm just conscious that I think I was sitting there with my hand like that in like a weird buckle position to try and do the photos and i on <laughs> the camera.
1: I don't think your hand to be on camera anyway. Uh, mm. The background in the back the back of the background, you wouldn't know that it's so lethal, but I like that it provides like the layers. Like you wouldn't know like it's not taking away for the actual portrait itself, but it's getting You're like, where, where is that? where, where is it?
2: Mm-hmm. How did you feel like kind of uh energy was it on the photo shoot like how were we as because our main goal was really to get to know you and make you comfortable and then have fun taking photos but how was it for you?
1: It was it was uh, for as fried as that day had been yous were really easy to switch energies for be gone like oh, ah for hours and stopping at a service station be like we've only got to then seeing yous and even when yous come in I'll be answered. I like to see me look at four or five, and I was like, uh eh. That's what I was doing when you strapped the door, man. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, fucking it so I was like oh I'm not even going to take my shake. that explains why there was a long
0: gap between. Oh, it
1: was me trying to quickly finish up poo so that I could get the door and then he and shook her hands absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you know I was always shake with the left some with but I uh, so, so then then I got a second then he got a second to propel and even with that it still felt easy fun enjoyable and uh, exciting. Like, I was like, well, can not wait to see what comes out of this? Cool, yeah. didn't feel any weight at all. Cool. Th- there was a sense
0: of... From our perspective, well, I say I won't speak for both of us, this is just fun for me. Like, this is it's, it's a nice thing to do mm-hmm. and you get to meet cool people, interesting stories and backgrounds and, like, learn a little bit about something. Our thing is video and photography and stuff like that, but, it's, but it's creativity is a big umbrella mm-hmm. and you can draw a lot of inspiration from a lot of different fields under it, so that's... That's my Yeah, it's been
2: a, it's been a great experience, and I, I do think as well. our photos it was inevitably going to get better the more we do. And no, absolutely. More yeah, there's
1: a, was... there's a slightly earning curve to be. I'm seeing a yeah, wee I'd a wee gallery. You get a wee get the modern wee shot of the necklace. <laughs> is that my brand new cover photo for Facebook? And <laughs> <laughs> what does Twitter have cover photos? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threads. Threads. This is my new thread post. This was great. Ah oh, yes, Snips out. yes. <laughs> immediate. I will just be uh, sending this to somebody. Just Adam, you look great in this as well.
2: We'll give you the link uh, to all the photos just as soon you know, as you I leave.
0: Think, yeah. I like this. I like this little the this, single, this bit. single
1: hair just dropping down. It can. It never stays. It comes uh-huh. and goes when it wants. It's kind of like a like a like a monthly Santa Claus. When it's going <laughs> to arrive? That's not true. You know exactly when Santa's going to arrive. Yeah, but once a year. Yeah, it's kind of like a monthly period. You don't know exactly when it's going to come. It's when coming. It comes out. when it wants and it leaves when it wants. To. <laughs> you don't have any say in it. That's exactly <laughs> what the week I was like.
2: So this this photo has a a story. It was it was a bit of a a debate with myself and Amanda. So keeping the nipples in or cropping them? Keep, because because of hmm. where I was, um, it would have been better slightly lower. I mm-hmm. think nipples are like just on the frame as if they're like hanging over the frame you gave me a wee 3D image and I was like well I cut them out and then it looked too high so I was like tell you what I'll keep them in and then he can do what he wants with it if, if he wants to cut it enough, if not but I, I did like the photo fo- I thought it reminded me of like the film The Beach I think you look good man and it's Boy, like
1: a has, uh, this cool is we worked it worked out better than I could have imagined when I was like let's get my nips out and also I feel like people comment on my nips Frequently, they just, just raise them into awareness, maybe because they're out so much, but there seems to be something that people want to say about them. So I think you've done the right thing by leaving them in. Thanks. Like, There'll be people out like there who would have been gutted if they're had been in, aka me. I
0: thought you were going name them, they're like Thomas and Peter.
1: Thomas and Peter, fake name. They are my big nip fans. They <laughs> mess me, like, Can I get another one? I'm like, You need to pay me. Got, like, only uh, fans. Then the Hugh Edwards, the only Hughes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was my last one I didn't actually realise but yeah. headed on the nips yeah. that's yeah.
0: class that's, that's I, cool. I ended in sort of stale undress as well amazing <laughs> so comfort
1: they are wow. i think and the, the range as well like all range amazing I'm going to be able to do so much with them class have cheers have Pay some fucking idiot 20 quid for headshots. <laughs> I don't 20 quid for a photo of your head. Go fuck yourself, man. Get on my iPhone. What? Because you've got Adobe Premiere Pro means you need to wait. No, what's the one that you're Because you've got fucking Lightroom means you've got to charge me a grand. Go fuck yourself, headshot photographers. <laughs> you boys, you smashed it for free. Yes, sir. It's not free, it's your time in the podcast. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's a philosophical way to look at yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's is time you'll never get back. That was great. So, yeah, I mean, I never thought there was a certain amount of crossover because shooting the same night, same subjects, same yeah. place, so. But I'd, I'd like, I wouldn't usually wear pink sliders. I'd say usually, I would never with pink sliders. <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my jam, but uh, the, the contrast, the, the pop of colour they give on a, a dull night. Yeah. It just, it something about it works.
1: I feel it, I feel it, and I like that you can see the rain in the trousers. So, yeah, has been just in the trousers. It's like I'm raining for the waist, in the ankle up. Everywhere else. <laughs> it's totally dry. Yes, ah, man, you get I mean, you need to get different styles. You've got but... an, you've got quite an
0: expressive face, mm. or not quite. You've got a very <laughs> expressive face, and it there's a lot. There's loads of photos here that were cold because it could have been twenty of like that few seconds where your face was changing all different the time. Chips. Um, so try and find something that you felt maybe represented you best mm. and that's a very far thing to do because we've only known you at that point for yeah literally minutes
1: really very, yeah 30 minutes yeah. yeah like Max but I think he's um, he's got a good smorgasbord of expressions across the board there
0: and we just had to have a, a, a detail shot like Daryl had the necklace We detail shot of the this the side well
1: thank you they were, a, they were a gift for my partner's gran because she didn't like them so she gave them to my partner my partner didn't like them so they gave them to me
2: Nice.
0: That's,
1: yep. There's a story to it, it. Passed on down. Oh,
0: And you're going full... Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love that you can of quite see my face as well. I think when you see a face, you focus in on it. Oh. Yeah. Okay,
0: and wait. so, what, actually, once you when you left there to go and have a fag break, mm. what we, we discussed was about, like, it's portrait in a podcast. Now, a portrait is t- traditionally someone's head. Mm-hmm face square on mm. or whatever so you can see so this doesn't technically fit the bill according it's to Amanda cinematic <laughs> so what, what would this be? throw Amanda bus <laughs> 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 but no I, I, I totally agree with her and I sort of like I've got a few shorts like that in it mm. because there's sort of a a majesticness to you looking out over the city, and I think I've got somewhere you can actually see the city a bit better. Class.
1: Um, do you know what I'd like to do with that one? Is like you know you can get the AI that fills stuff in. Mm-hmm. I would like to like put that and like oh, yeah. and just be like cityscape and let it like fill in based off the image of yeah. the clouds in the sky and shit. I'd love yeah. to see what it was capable. Of.
2: I think I think your style, <laughs> your style tends to be more sit like if you look at Pog's one. It's yeah. the cinematic. It's like a grab out a movie. You had it with Billy. Yeah. You had it with Paul. You had it with. Tea. Mm-hmm. That are like know, a cinematic. Like. The post off for a horror film.
0: Yeah, I mean this, this, this was shot very much. It wasn't. This wasn't posed This was something I can't remember what happened. But you, this is just the expressions you were in at the moment, and uh, I snapped it. And it's not perfectly in focus in my lab, but it was. that's was the best of the lot, it was too. Too good an image, I felt, just to let it, to let let it go, despite the fact it was
1: slightly out of focus. So, no, thank you. I think, I think I'm i glad that you left it in. And I want to use them all, but I don't know what I'm going to use them <laughs> for. of <all> the other <laughs> days, is it a profile picture or not a profile picture? But that's it. But there's so many of these, I don't know what I'm going to do with them all, but they'll be sitting in a portfolio somewhere. My yeah, no, thing's going to be can, fun with them,
0: yeah. <laughs> but yes, and then we got you up. I mean, Darrow was the first one to suggest a pistol, but I was looking at it thinking, I wonder if we could get up to do that,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's very um, Ben Jesus, which is actually <laughs> something that I'm kind of going for in my, <laughs> my routine. So that's it. That's perfect.
0: We've got a bit of a habit of like putting people into say, potentially dangerous situations. Great. The portrait,
1: have- the portrait is somebody who eventually falls. The fog is they want to wipe it down. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I'll make a good gift. Yeah. BBC News will love him. So then... The arms are looking... Nah, I, I was thinking, I didn't yeah. want to say, I didn't want say, well, my arms are... But I'm glad yeah. you did. Thank you, not. Know, no. Um, a, an obvious should, young goer there should have cropped it just at the arms <laughs> just, I like I the windmills in as well nice air yeah. of the milk
0: again another sort of non-standard portrait but walking away and it just there was that nice sort of curve in the path mm. that led you into that and the popper colour of the shoes just really kind of lends itself so we told you to walk away from us and then told you to walk back towards us took your
2: wallet and, and told you to walk, <laughs> <laughs> to walk away from us yeah, <laughs> and you trusted yeah. us go well there. okay
3: <laughs>
1: Like I get what you mean about the like. It feels like a lot of these shots are like in the middle of a story. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like it's like as like if you put them together, like yeah. there'll be like some sort of like story to be formed at them, which is.
0: Well, some of the previous shots we've done, I've I've sort of cataloged and grouped them into like little individual. Um, I don't know how you describe it. Like just little moments within the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of gone back, and it's a bit clunky going in and out of folders to do that, mm-hmm. but. Uh, there's definitely sort of progression of the evening. Ah, oh, yeah,
1: it's so jungly.
0: This is the kind of I if it's a, a Tarzan feel to it, just the way the hair's sitting, the the background.
1: 100%. It looks great. It looks like the background has been specifically drawn for that image. Yeah. Like it looks like it was taken in like a green, green studio.
0: Yeah. Like, it's sort some. of superimposed over the back.
1: Yeah. Which I guess is. This
0: is one of my sort of probably, I think that may be one of my favourites of you. Just the expression is like very smouldering
1: and. Mm. I'm really glad that I had the moustache for this shoot. I don't it know, looked good, yeah. yeah. It, that's not normally there. I, no. I didn't mean for it to be there, but I'm really <laughs> glad. It the, looks good, no, man, yeah. There's, there's no there now. I don't know when it'll be back, but I'm really glad that we managed to capture it yeah. in these days. Because without the moustache, it could be been a CD Forest 40. But with the moustache, it makes it extra CD <laughs> Forest 40, which is the
0: into the... So another one looking back out over the... Over your kingdom.
1: 100%. <laughs> with the wee tree coming in as well as class.
0: Yeah, I was... And I don't like to take things out unduly mm-hmm. and i was tempted to remove it to clean the image up there's, I, there's something about i quite like i like it, it a lot, lot yeah. it's
1: the eye kind of full is it yeah. doing, comes down there hits the middle and the sliders as well i get what you mean about that like contrasted against the green
0: yeah it's just a wee pop there that it you just know. makes the image i think those
1: things that are pink and green uh twisted ice lollies percy pigs percy pigs uh the parents the <laughs> fairly, fairly odd parents Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you're rattling all these off pretty quickly.
0: I'm really struggling here. Uh, Your water bottle.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> cool. Rattle now. It's mm.
0: just a slightly tighter, but.
1: That's the album cover, in it? Mm. Don't know where the album is, but we've got the cover. When, we, when, when are you getting into writing it? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Terry and Boyd, thoughts from the hill or whatever. And the Slim Giant in the background as well. Yeah. I'm really glad we'd done it in the milk. Like if we'd have done it in there it would have been nicer than and that, but
0: it wouldn't have been yours though.
1: No, it yeah. feels like and I've never done like uh, like a photo shoot in my area. So yeah. I'm very happy cool. to see the The area represented and in yeah. so many different ways as well. That's a nice um at home feeling to it, which mm. I appreciate.
0: Awesome. So I'm not sure now if we get into
1: Yes <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kevin Klein himself, man. Absolutely. <laughs> That's great.
0: And I, I didn't need to exaggerate the bulge. There was a... <laughs> oh, no.
1: I hope no, you pointed it out, man. <laughs> Mashallah. Oh, I knew I should have tucked it up aside.
0: There we go. No, there's a, there's a healthy pack. Perfect.
1: It? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go one or two ways. I mean, I've got to show my partner and I'm going to go, what the fuck have you been doing? I'm not going to go, um? so we don't know yet you were talking get
2: about getting feedback. a clip for TikTok he just said you had a healthy package there's your clip right there <laughs> that's also the name of the album <laughs> avoid the healthy package but... Ben Jesus the healthy package
1: if I did the show I was going to call it Space Cunt, but I don't know if people are going to know what that means so we're going to about healthy package the water pack. yeah. yeah slightly different colour grade
0: go. The bulge is too much. Bulge. It's, it's bulge. Too much. bulge with a jacket.
1: I can you file that
0: Never, We'll never have anyone ask for that again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you lessen that on Lightroom, please. Yeah, I mean, we
0: took, we've took, all took our socks off to help you pack out there, didn't we? <laughs> 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 it's a
1: saltless podcast once again. Could you uh, superimpose we abs on that? Knee bulge, abs. Move the, the lines for the bulge up <laughs> on in the abs, and we'll be absolutely perfect. But I don't. Oh yes, man.
0: And then just, I think this is the finishing one, just a, a wider perspective of, amazing the milk and you yeah.
1: canny is so prominent. I didn't. I'm, I would never ask you to follow me if I knew that for the other side of where I was done it was so much fucking Easter egg inside some pot and basket. I when you're talking know.
2: about the sleeping giant. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: <man. laughs>
0: Okay, right. Let's, um, Let's see if it, there's anything There was a thing Yeah No that We're ending on that Is that where we ending
1: on that If you ask men To take photos in your pants You get what comes back You <laughs> <laughs> get what comes back It wasn't a cold night Thank you boys Thank <laughs> you yeah, Thank, thank so, right. you for like, coming on <laughs> 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 One mil One mil Perfect <laughs> No, yeah.
0: It was a lot of fun From our perspective as well yeah. it's, uh, And the was, conversation man, I absolutely loved it Yeah because we, we'll keep on saying oh, We won't talk about that too much We'll save it for the podcast yeah. and, uh, Unfortunately we can't go For four or five hours and, But we'll have you back on Definitely Because it's Zorba. too much fun
1: Tea with Three year old podcast journey I've already oh, needed a it. day find somebody Film and edit it <laughs> 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 like, mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> but no this has been uh an absolute fucking pleasure i think the ideas class i think md that comes on it is the fact that you're getting them the photo shoot and they're getting to have a great chat with you i think it's just fucking dynamite i hope it Cheers. runs and runs and runs and grows and grows and grows and i said i because when people were asking me so what is it a portrait in a podcast i was like they take a portrait and do a podcast and i thought that was enough yeah people were like but what so wait? was support And I was like, what do you, what you mean? What you mean? So I need a tagline in here that like, take photos of person, dog, to person that I can explain to people. Yeah. Well, now but you will. In a few weeks, we'll be able to send you the link to yours and you can
0: pass I, it on and say just, there's an hour and a half of your life. Enjoy.
1: Enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And people tend to like watch the stuff that people that know me tend to watch the stuff that I put on like Facebook and Instagram sure. and Twitter and stuff and it's absolutely fantastic for me because it means that I don't need to really talk to people when I see them when I see them they'll be like i seen that uh, I knew what day and then I can just talk about that so that is fantastic news for me so when this comes <laughs> out I'll just post this and they'll be like soon you were on a podcast and a portrait I was like oh hi. boys in hell they did a podcast take a photo that? so can't wait to talk to people about it and awesome. uh, I hope it runs till season 8 getting back in season <laughs> 4 deal we'll absolutely it season two <laughs> yeah Maybe sometime next in. year the Christmas special man oh, oh yeah yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. we take Christmas well oh, we'll come back in for well it. we could we could do something. yeah ah, we can do a special in the end of October yeah. post it in December yeah class
0: we'll dress the room up for
1: yeah some tinsel. some stockings and that We jingle bells put some snow in the hair could be better yep nice has absolute fucking pleasure really cool oh, really cheers cheers yeah it. Me too. Okay.
0: thanks very much dude. cheers cut class-
2: <laughs> Oh, you got the clap on, nice.